0: Let's do it. Let's do it. Broadcasting from around the world. You're listening to The First 100, a podcast on how founders acquired their first 100 paying customers. Here's your host, Hadi Rodwan.
1: Good to have you on the show, Gordana. How are you doing today?
0: Thank you so much. I'm actually doing amazing. And how about yourself?
1: I'm doing very well as well. Let me start with a quick introduction for our listeners. Gordana Sretinovich is the founder of Workello, a platform that helps content teams hire better writers on autopilot. Tell me a little bit, how does Workello work?
0: First of all, thank you so much. That was actually the perfect description of what we do. I sometimes struggle to even explain that myself, but Basically, the way where works and why it was originally created is because nobody likes anyone who works with content, which is pretty much everyone at this point, And even the ones that don't really want to get in the content game, just hiring writers, finding actually good people that can produce good content is incredibly hard. I think recruiting as a whole, even though we have a lot of tools on the market right now, it's still a little bit slow and not automated and one of the main issues especially with hiring writers is that there's just a lot of them and how do you know which ones are actually good it's pretty hard to tell so we built Workello actually out of necessity because we started out as a content agency called content distribution and you know obviously as an agency we had to hire a lot of writers that was kind of my job And I just struggled so much with it. It would easily take 30 hours out of my week. And I'm kind of responsible for the entire operations in the agency. So you can imagine it's quite a bit of time. So we just decided, okay, let's automate this. Let's help ourselves first. And let's build a platform that lets us assess the writer capabilities before we hire them. Because I got scammed a bunch of times, (laughs) unfortunately. Paid for a lot of content that I really couldn't use and I had to rewrite. So, the way Workello works, really simple. You go, you post your job ads wherever you're recruiting from. I have my favorite places. I'm sure everyone has their own. And wherever you post your job ads, all the candidates stream into Workello. So, it's all in one dashboard. You have statuses assigned to each candidate in each stage of your hiring funnel. And then obviously you can automatically send assessments to them. You can, you know, invite them to interviews. You can just categorize them the way you want to and keep everything super neat. I think the best thing about it is that all candidate communication is automated. And I think a big part of it is like, I want my candidates to have a good experience. And even if they don't really pass the test or, You know, maybe their like application is not good enough. I still want to get back to them, which previously I definitely didn't have time to do that for everyone. So all of that is automated so no one gets mad. And just in general, people can save just crazy amounts of time. So that was a very long-winded answer to your question. But yeah, that's pretty much what we do.
1: Let me see if I got that right. So is Workello just a platform to organize, or do you do the vetting? So if I'm A company working with you, do I source the writers and then the system vets them and recommends which one is the best, or you actually source and vet which one is it?
0: So, we actually don't source the writers. We're not a marketplace. We're kind of like an applicant tracking system, you might call it that. First of all, integrations are hard. So, we are working on those. Not there yet, but hopefully Q1. The second reason is I'm from Serbia. I hire obviously in my own country. I hire people from all over the world at this point. You know, you don't have to be stuck with like just the US or just the UK or just Serbia in my case. And there are a million job boards out there. I have a list of probably over a thousand that I don't use all of them, but. They exist, and I definitely use quite a few. So we don't source the writers. We let people source the writers from wherever they're used to doing that. You know, someone from Georgia might want to use a Georgian job board and whatever. The second part, we don't vet the writers for you. So you know exactly what type of content you're looking for. You know what good content looks like in your niche. You know, if you're in real estate, if you're in SaaS, if you're, you know, a puppy blog, those are some huge differences that if we were to do that, we would, first of all, have to have a ginormous team. The products would be way more expensive than it is. It would just take a lot more time for one team to vet the writers. And we would have to have a bunch of information from every single client and at that point, it's more of like a managed service rather than just an app that you're using. But having said that, I do have a pretty good, I would say, grading scale that I not just me, me and my team developed in the past three years of you know hiring writers for the agency that I share with anyone who wants it. So any workello customer that is maybe struggling with vetting writers. They can get that grading scale. They can use it, not use it, modify it if they want to. But also, because I also do customer success there, we just do regular check-ins. And generally, the entire team is more than happy to show anyone around and kind of help them with any hiring-related question, especially for the content teams. So I guess the answer is yes and no. Technically, no, we don't vet anyone. We don't source the writers, but we can definitely help you get there.
1: So the show is about your first 100 paying customers. Do you remember yeah. your first paying customer and how did you convince them that they need your service?
0: Yes, I actually remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, Workello is pretty young, to be honest. We just did a public launch in, uh, I think, March of this year. So we actually made the app and everything in October last year. So almost a year now. And obviously, it was a much less sophisticated product back then. But we do run a community on Facebook, because we started out as a content agency, as I said, and we have this community, it's about 6000, you know, SEOs and content marketers and everyone. And one of them was kind enough to get on a call with us and talk about hiring. Obviously, since we were in infancy, we were like, We're going to give you the most, the best discounts you'll ever get. You know, give us a chance. We know what we're talking about. And he did. It was a celebration day at Workello. My co-founders and I, you know, if we had champagne, we definitely would have opened it. It's actually amazing because that first customer now has about seven or eight, I think, writers that still work with him. They produce a lot of great content, and you know they're still with us. We still talk pretty regularly, so yeah. If I could frame it somehow and uh, you know put that whole experience on my wall, I definitely would. But unfortunately, I can't. Uh, so yeah, that's it's, kind it, of the start.
1: It's always amazing when your first paying customer is someone that you've built trust with them. That you know them, and they've believed in your product from day one. So I think that opens it up for more customers. So what was your acquisition strategy from March till now to acquire more customers? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? What did you learn? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So our initial acquisition strategy was just leveraging our community. We spent a lot of time building that community and just offering a lot of value. We're kind of loud on social media talking about You can get crazy SEO results with no backlinks. And we really, really mean it because, you know, we did it and we started teaching people how they can do it as well. And that resonated with a lot of people. And yeah, the first step was, you know, just going around our community and saying, hey, we actually have a product now. Do you want to try it out? But we were too scared to even promote Workello in our own Facebook group, which is, actually insane like i wonder why we were so insecure so we kept it on the down low just if we do like a talk shop with one of our community members we would mention that we have it we were definitely pretty shy in the beginning but then we realized like okay this is actually a good product you know now it's confirmed when we got i believe after our 20th customer we realized that we actually made a good thing and we can start talking about it So honestly, our main acquisition channel so far has been social media. So LinkedIn and Facebook, I'm not on Twitter, but my co-founders are. So Twitter as well, a little bit less than LinkedIn and Facebook. And we started publishing a lot of articles (laughs) because that's kind of, you know, we know how to do that. We're good at that. So we're now seeing you know, our first results from organic and it's only going to go up from here. I'm projecting we're going to be at about 100K by mid next year. Uh, We already started getting some conversions from organic, so from SEO, and I'm hoping it's going to continue in that direction. And the one thing that we haven't tried (laughs) is cold outbound. We don't really know how to do that. So we're just Going to test it sometimes in the future. But yeah, it's mostly social, community, and SEO, as I said, is just starting to grow. But yeah, what I learned is that just be active.
1: This is a great strategy that has a long-lasting effect. And I can see from your website the quality of your articles. Most of them are like 5,000 words. So they're very dense. And you've mentioned in one of your posts the strategy to actually creating this content velocity. You said anyone mm-hmm. can write 100 articles in 100 days. All you need to do is get eight writers with three editors, do the proper internal linking, proper content strategy, and be disciplined in building that out. And you can get to where you want to. Now, my question to you, why is content velocity so important? And if someone mm-hmm. implements this, how much will it cost them? When do you Mm -hmm. expect to see results?
0: Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Content velocity, first of all, why is it important? You know, if you search for anything at this point, it can be anything on Google. For example, how to get a real estate license in New York. You're going to see a bunch of websites, but the number one result is always going to be the most authoritative website. If you search for, you know, what food should my dog eat? Again, the number one result is always going to be the most authoritative website. And the reason why content velocity works and why it's extremely important to publish a lot of quality content is because I can take a long weekend and I can sit down and write 20 articles on a topic that I know nothing about. You know, I could do some research. I can Google stuff. And I could publish that and claim to be an expert, but am I really going to be considered an expert? Probably not. So anyone who wants to claim authority has to prove it, right? And not only with quality content, so definitely quality is out of the question, it has to be good but also with quantity. So the whole discussion around, oh, should you focus on quality or quantity for me doesn't exist because you need to focus on both. And that's exactly what content velocity is. You need to publish a lot and you need to publish it fast because everyone knows, you know, SEO takes time. (laughs) If you publish something today, you might have to wait, you know, three to six months for, for that article to start ranking on Google and until you can see actual results. So if you take a year to publish 365 posts and that 365th post is published on December 31st, well, guess what? You're going to have to wait three to six months for that last one to rank. But if you publish them all in month two, so in two months, Again, you will wait three to six months for everything to start ranking, but you will start seeing immediate and crazy results, let's say in month three or month five. So that's why we preach content velocity. That's why I'm just obsessed (laughs) with honestly publishing a lot. And uh, how much it's going to cost definitely depends on a lot of factors. The first factor is where you hire. So if I hire a bunch of writers from San Francisco, well, I need to pay them at least seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year for them to have any semblance of a normal life. San Francisco is very expensive; the cost of living is extremely high. But if I hire writers from, you know, Spain or Serbia or the Philippines or wherever else in the world, the price of their service of the writing is much much lower, but they still get to you know make good money for their location. So that's I guess the first factor. The second one is just how much time you're willing to invest in training the writers. Obviously, if you want to cut the cost, you can hire maybe not so experienced writers, but then obviously you have to invest in their education. And you have to have a lot of good documentation and knowledge enablements or uh, knowledge transfer docs for them. You should have that either way, but especially for newbie writers. It's hard to say how much all of this costs because it does depend on so many factors. But I would say that if you're starting out, you should expect to spend at least $2,000 a month on content. And maybe 20% of that should be software costs. Because you do need a couple of pieces in your software stack for everything to work. But yeah, 2K, probably a minimum. And then you can go to infinity. <laughs> if you have millions, you know, spend millions. I wish I had them, but not everyone can do that.
1: Thank you. That That's great advice. So circling back to hiring an SEO writer, if you were to hire someone today What are three things you look for and how can you test them to increase the chances that this is someone I'd like to be on my team and I expect in the foreseeable future they write the proper articles that hopefully will rank that would give me the ROI that I'm looking for?
0: Amazing question. Thank you so much for asking that. So I'll tell you the one thing that I'm not looking for and I would really hope that, you know, anyone who's listening to this episode takes this away. I am never going to ask of my writers to know SEO, quote unquote, no SEO, because they don't have to know that. I will teach them everything. I will give them all the necessary information that they need to write basically already optimized articles. But what I love seeing is, you know, a good portfolio or a good cover letter definitely with no like grammatical errors or anything like that. In terms of assessing their capabilities, which I definitely recommend doing, I ask my candidates to write maybe 200 words. So I definitely don't want to waste their time. I don't want them to write thousands and thousands of words. But 200 words on a topic that I care about, depending on the project that I'm working on. I would give them the main keyword. I would give them a couple of keyword variations that I would like them to use in their content. And I just want to see, first of all, their command of the English language and how well they structure their sentences and their paragraphs. Second of all, if they figured out where to insert those keywords, which is definitely not hard. And uh, the third thing is, you know, is it interesting to read? And I think this is where a lot of people struggle because it's very easy to just Google a bunch of information and kind of reword them and call it content. But even if you're a beginner, if you have that talent to make something, even something boring, sound exciting, that's an immediate yes for me. And the third thing, you know, I always like to interview people that I'm going to be working with because, you know, I want my company to be a nice place. I want everyone to be, you know, nice and civil to each other. So Not to say that shy people or anyone doesn't get the chance. Of course they do, but you just have to be nice and respectful. And that would be the third thing. And anything else skill-based, I can teach you literally anything. I can make you the best writer, even if you've never written anything in your life before. So yeah, I think that's it.
1: Thank you for sharing these insights. What skill has served you the most on your entrepreneurial journey?
0: I don't know if I would call this a skill, but just the the inability to say no and not in a bad way, but you know, when you're in a job interview and someone asks you, have you ever done this before? And you're like, yeah, of course I have, but you never really did that. So you go to Google and you kind of figure out how to do stuff. I'd say maybe learning things pretty fast and just figuring out things as I go probably something that has served me the most in my career because I definitely had moments where I said like, yeah, 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 I know that. And then just Google how to blah, blah, blah. Definitely came across a few situations in my entrepreneurial journey that were basically like that. So I don't know what you would call that like research or just fast learning. I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: When you look back on your childhood, were there early signs that young Gordana was ever going to be an entrepreneur?
0: Oh, that's so sweet. I would say yes. I was always really scared to start something, to go on this startup uh, journey because, you know, you hear stories and, and it's just like stressful and it's hard. So I was really, really afraid to do that before, but obviously we're here now. But when I was a child, I always wanted to have like a little shop and just, you know, sell trinkets there. I liked making jewelry when I was little. So I always thought that I would be like a boutique jewelry or jewelry boutique owner. So, yeah, probably that. I don't know. I always wanted to be someone who does something creative. (laughs) And I'm happy that things turn out the way they did because now we're here.
1: Amazing. One last question. What is next for your startup?
0: Wow. Okay. So the next is obviously, we are going to keep developing the product. We have a few things on our roadmap. You mentioned at the beginning, you know, do we vet the writers? And while we don't, and we don't plan on starting that service, we are developing AI content recognition because you probably know AI content tools are everywhere now and some writers just use them even when that's not allowed. So we're adding that. We're adding kind of automatic grading based on, you know, grammar, syntax, sentence structure, everything like that. That will be AI powered kind of like Grammarly, but for Workella. And we are adding video interviewing or I guess video Uh, I don't know if I'll call it interviewing video question (laughs) capabilities. So you can actually do your assessments in video form instead of uh, just writing, because we do plan on expanding to other roles eventually. And in the immediate future, I just launched an affiliate program. (laughs) This is one of the things never done before, but definitely took it on. So, yeah, very much looking forward to working with some amazing affiliates and developing workello even more. So, I hope to talk to you in like Q2 when all of this is done and yeah, maybe share some good news.
1: Gordano, thank you for being part of our show. We wish you the best of luck with your venture. This was an amazing episode. How can people reach you?
0: You can actually follow me on LinkedIn. I'm not sure if a link will be somewhere around here, but I can definitely share that. I'm very active there. I am also on Facebook, but not as active as LinkedIn. And if you need anything, you can actually go to Workello. We have a little chatbot icon in the bottom right. And I'm usually the one replying there. So yeah, if you ever want to talk about hiring or just content operations in general, definitely ping me. I just love meeting new people and having peer calls. It's definitely one of the goals for next year to just meet more people in the industry. So yeah, hit me up and uh, I'd be more than happy to chat.
1: Thank you, Gordon, and have a great day.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. Congrats on your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to The First 100. We hope it inspired you in your journey. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play or Spotify and share it with a friend starting their entrepreneurship journey. Leave us a five star review. Your support will help spread our podcast to more viewers.